I'm Anna. And I'm Adway. And, and this, this is Double, Double Testimony, Testimony, Season 2. Hello and welcome back, Season 2, everybody. All right, we've got another very special guest today on Planted Podcast's Double Testimony. But Super keen. Yeah, you know how it goes before we jump into it. Anna, would you like to pray? Yeah, I sure will. Let's Sweetest. pray. All right, dear Lord God, thank you so much for this um, podcast and this ministry, and thank you for the work you're doing through it and the lives that you're impacting, and thank you for everything we're learning along this journey, and we're just so thankful for your um, your heart for our generation, and we ask that you would keep reaching everyone through this podcast and through your people. We love you, God. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, so this week we have one of our friends, Jaden. Hey guys. Woo! So keen to have you on the podcast. I feel like it's been Me a long too. time coming. Yeah, same. Yeah. I feel like I've been involved for a, for a long time now. Behind now, the scenes. And now I'm getting rewarded. There you are, front it's and center. It's time to shine, guys. I don't know if you guys know, but Jaden is actually involved in leading this entire ministry. Specifically, actually, I feel like, is it a secret? Can I say what you do? I Nothing will sort accept. of happened yet, but I guess it's a preview to what is coming soon. Jaden, what are you doing, Planted? Uh, I co-run the music within Planted. How cool! That's why it sounds so much better now because we got Jaden in. We're not we're not taking sound and music well, from like. And Ollie. <laughs> hey, me and my parents do the sound and music. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that's Jayden. true. My bad. Get out of the car. <laughs> um, okay, so Jaden, before we start. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, tell everyone your age and what you're doing in life at the moment. And tell us your favorite weird song. All right. Uh, well, okay. Age. I am 21 years old. Uh, what He's do I old. What do I do with my life? What do I do with my life? Um, I'm a uni student at Macquarie University studying to become a teacher. Not sure whether I'm going to do primary teaching or secondary music teaching. Still yet to decide. Maybe when you guys watch this I'll have decided. But anyway, uh, the third question was I... What was the third question again? Um, what was the third question? What is your favourite weird song? Favourite weird song? Um... Oh, I'm really into those uh, bad lip reading, bad lip reading songs. So the the one that goes uh, like seagulls from, oh, from, from from Star Wars. That's a great I song. song. I actually, whenever that comes on, I I jam out to it, and people judge me for it. They shouldn't. You should judge them. Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not. We, let's all be friends. <laughs> all right, Jaden. Here it's come. It, the time has come to ask you. The riveting questions, the real deep questions, and the questions we want to know about. So, let's kick it off with Dumble Testimony here. How did you come to know God? Like, how did that whole ha- whole mm. thing happen? It's the question. Um, well, I feel like to start off with, uh, I grew up in a Christian family, which has made, like, been a massive impact on in my Christian walk. Um, I grew up kind of knowing all the answers, but it never really impacted my life decisions in any way. I just kind of knew the answers. I'd go to Sunday school, I'd go to church with my family, um, did scripture in primary school. Um, I kind of uh, tell the answers just for the sake of being the best. 
Um, and when I get rewarded, I felt good about myself. And that was um, all up to my primary school years until I got to year seven. Um, I went to a school called Covenant Christian School and I got invited to a youth group. Um, never been before, so I decided to go ahead. Um, quick side note that my friend told me it started an hour later than it actually did. So I came, Aww. I arrived an hour later than, I felt really awkward. <laughs> but but it was at, it was at Putt-Putt, so I had a great time. Um, I, w- I was invited in, it was great. Um, I decided to go back. I uh, decided to go back each each week until it came to the beginning of year eight, which I decided to go to the summer camp um, down in Jeringong. Uh, this this youth group was called Solis at St Faith, which is at the church that I go to now, and I'm actually leading at the same youth group that I grew up in. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I decided to go to the summer camp, and uh, the talks throughout the week, I don't know, it really impacted my my life and on the last night it was such a weird experience um there was a bonfire back when bonfires were actually still legal uh, <laughs> so true. uh we had a bonfire and the speaker uh asked everyone three questions um well same question but three options um and you would show that by putting a number of hands in the air. So uh, putting two hands in the air meant that you wanted to become a Christian. Um, and me being then, I would probably call myself a Christian then, but it never, it never showed. It never, it never showed in my mm. life. Um, and for some reason, it was a, such a surreal experiment, experience. Uh, I, for some reason, had two hands in the air. Uh, I... Yeah, just kind of, it kind of, um, I don't know, it, it's, looking back on it, it was diff- definitely a God moment, um, and I didn't know what I was doing throughout it, um, and kind of when I, when I did that, um, yeah, I got all this, all this praise, and I, it was definitely like, from a God moment to a very dangerous moment in my Christian walk, because when I had those two hands in the air, I was getting a lot of praise from people around me, um, and I felt good about the praise of the people instead of the praise of God. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like that moment was a turning point in the sense of I decided to follow God, but it was definitely an attack from the enemy mm-hmm. at the same time, um, because we know that uh, the enemy can attack at your, at your most vulnerable times and I feel like that was definitely a vulnerable time for me um, so I, I left summer camp feeling great about the decision I made but um, the camp high is definitely a real thing it's real yeah um, yep. so I went home feeling great uh, and then it just kind of dwindled away and I didn't know really what to think um, I thought I made the decision of following God and I thought that that was going to be it um, and man, I was very naive back then. <laughs> I didn't really know what it's meant to be a Christian. I didn't know what it uh, took to be a Christian. Um, I don't know. We've been. I knew all the answers about, about being saved by grace and how Jesus died on the cross. But yeah, it still then 
never really impacted how I live, and I didn't really think about that on a personal level. Um, yeah, but I still, I still, I still, still went back to the youth group each week. Still went to church each week. Um, I started going to a camp called Camp Kedron, um, in which I met Anna and Adwait, <laughs> uh, and a lot of the people on the staff actually. So that camp really had an impact on me. Still is impacting me now. Um, and there was this one talk that I remember. Um, that guy showed a video about this... It was a skit by Hillsong, um, and it was about a girl going through her life. And looking at this girl, it kind of represented how I was living, just not on this massive level. Um, basically, the video showed her uh, going through life, going living with God, and then slowly these earthly things started impacting her life and she started steering away from God and watching this I started to get quite emotional um, I wasn't like always I, I was never I was never that kid that would go into like drinking and doing drugs I never I never got into that but it was the small things that still impacted my life um, maybe just laziness or something like that that I never really I don't know. It was it was kind of um, laziness, kind of put me off for a bit there, mm. um, and my desire for knowing God kind of was slipping away. But watching this video um, and seeing that it's not our power that gets us through it; it's actually God's power and His grace that actually um, He defeated those things, even the small things like laziness. Uh, he defeated the the drugs he defeated the the drinking he defeated all the bad things in everyone's life um he took that on and defeated those things and when i when watching this video i just burst into tears i have no idea i'm not a huge crier but man that video i don't know it just brought me to tears and i was like literally on my knees um it was a surreal experience as well uh so, from then on, I kind of had another turning point in my life where I decided that I wasn't going to let laziness get in the way of feeling what I felt. I wasn't going to get laziness get in the way of knowing God. Um, because I have a really bad thing with guilt, and if I feel guilt, I just kind of dwell in that guilt for a long time. Um, but knowing that God had defeated all those things put me in a space of comfort. Um, it encouraged me to, to whenever I feel whenever I feel guilty, to not dwell in it and not let it consume me, but actually encourage me that God has defeated these things. Mm. Um, so even as a kid, knowing all the answers and thinking that I knew God. Um, growing up and seeing these videos and just knowing more about him, um, it definitely put me in a space of comfort and encouragement, um, just knowing that God was always there. And it seems like it's it's something that every, every Christian knows, that God will always be there, but it never really... When you actually think about that, 
it's actually crazy that he's always there defeating the things with you and he's there every step of the way. Um, and I think that's an encouragement for everyone listening that um, no matter what you're going through, if you feel like you are having doubts, um, know that he is there with you and know that he is trying to defeat those with you um, and he has the power to do it. Um, giving it to him, I know, is a hard thing. Uh, you tr- You try to give it to him, but you don't really know what it looks like, but... Um, yeah, just know that he is there and he wants to defeat them with you. Yeah. So good. So really good. So, so how is it now from that sort of like turning point, that sort of change in your lifestyle, how is it sort of like now in your like adulthood, you're an adult now, 21, like Hmm. you're a responsible citizen and now, now how is, how is that now? How is that sort of decision to keep following God now? And I guess, would you say for the rest of your life now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that, I don't know, when I'm actively serving now and wanting to serve, I feel like I'm the best version of myself. It seems, it seems like a weird thing to say, Mm. but I, when I'm stuck in this, as I said, in this like laziness, um, of not reading the Bible, not praying, not actively growing in my faith I just feel flat and I don't like that feeling when I'm actually actually serving the kingdom in whatever way that is um, whether it be through planted whether it be through youth uh, whether it be through worship um, yeah I'm really I look back on it and I enjoy what I what I'm doing and I enjoy what I look like and how I'm doing it um, and I think what kept me going um, all these years is uh, just, I don't know, not wanting to not leave that place. It, it's weirdly worded, but that's how I can put it, is I don't want to not be that person. Um, and when I when I am that flat person, I just don't feel good. Mm. So when I'm actively serving and doing these things and on that high, I enjoy who I am yeah. and that's what's kept me going all these years so like God's shown you this like potential mm. in you yeah. to be this like yeah and, and and I made it seem like it's a me thing but that's the Holy Spirit inside me yeah. and that's what's actually making me like this um, mm. and it's growing me as a person yeah I think that's really good and I think it's important in like we talk about it a lot in Planted that you like you can follow God but you won't always feel like it and I think it'd be really good if you wouldn't mind sharing some things that are good about following God but also things that are tough because when we are fixated on the idea that when you follow God everything is wonderful we just fall away really fast because that's not true but it really just is a lie we believe that we have to always feel good before God so yeah are you happy to talk Mm. about that a bit too? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the hardest things in following God is just trying to constantly grow. Um, I think the enemy can do so much damage when he convinces you that he doesn't exist. Um, And when you feel like you're in this place of contentment and complacement... um, it's just the time where the enemy attacks and it 
proves. Um, I know that when I'm, I feel like I'm in a place of contentment, it's just, that's when it starts going downhill. Um, so knowing, knowing that the enemy does attack and when I, when I actually stop and think about how the enemy is attacking, he has no power. Mm. When I acknowledge the fact that the attacks are there, he has no power. And I think that brings me on to how, what the best thing is, um, it's just God's character is so wild. <laughs> Um, God's character is so like you wouldn't expect anyone of the world to be like him and you wouldn't expect anyone to d do what he does you wouldn't expect anyone to lay down your life uh, lay down their life for you when you've done nothing for them and that's what he's done and it seems like something that everyone knows but his character is just so good He's just so good, and I think it's easy to forget that. I think it's easy to forget the impact of what he did. Um, and as I, as I said before, when I'm actively serving, I feel like I'm just the best version of myself. Um, and no one wants to feel down. No one wants to feel like they're flat. And I feel like um, when I'm in that high, when I'm in that um, spiritual high, I just... Am always looking at life positively, um, mm. and that's how I feel like the best. The best thing about following God is just knowing that He is there fills me with so much comfort, and that makes me look at life in a positive manner. Yeah, I think that's super important. I love that because it really is just about who He is and. Mm. Yeah, when we make our faith about ourselves, it's not fun mm. because there's nothing really hopeful if there's no God. So yeah. I think that's so important to remember. Um, in terms of like planted and like this podcast and stuff, how would you put into words what being planted looks like for you and things that you're putting in place in order to be grounded and rooted in God? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, as I said, like, it's an ongoing thing. Um, your faith isn't just a one point in your life and then that's it. It's 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 a journey. Um, everyone's testimony, testimonies are changing all the mm -hmm. time. Amen. Um, so I think ways that I have remained faithful, ways that I've put in place to remain faithful and remain in this place... Um, I reckon a massive impact is friends. Like, it's not me who chooses who's in my life. It's it's God who's put people in my life to encourage me um, and, and help me through these difficult times. Like, it's... Sometimes, a big thing for me was I didn't know how God was speaking to me. Um, and looking back on so many examples, I can see that he was speaking me through friends through these people that he's put in my life um, and one thing that I have tried to do uh, more recently is to be reliant not fully reliant but also um, to an extent rely on those people that God has put in my life um, because he's put them in for a reason um, 
And while I have so much fun with them all the time, there are those times where I need people to talk to. And mm. those people are just so good. And God is so good for putting those people in my life that, um, yeah, it's just awesome to see that how he speaks to us. Um, another thing is uh, my life, I've always had a problem with commitment to reading the Bible, which I think a lot of people has. Yeah. Um, and I think ways to do that is, again, doing it with people. Um, I know that I'm not a huge reader in general. Um, so when I have those who keep me accountable to it um, and actually do it with me, I, I get a lot out of it. And then therefore, it then encourages me to do it on my own. It, encouraged me, it encourages me to just spend that time uh, with the Lord and spends that time um, just me and Him alone. Um, and so it, there's a good balance between uh, learning more with friends because there's some things in the Bible that I have just absolutely no idea and make no sense of and the people in my life that do. So reading it with them and then getting their understanding of it and getting everyone's understanding of it and then discussing that is so helpful and I reckon uh, makes my makes my knowledge of the Bible um, that more bigger mm. and then prompts me to then learn it on my own. Yeah. Well, it's really encouraging to hear all the sort of like different things you're doing to really like keep yourself grounded and rooted. And it was, it's really incredible to hear like how God's been working in your life. And I think you now what's exciting to hear and what I would like to hear as well, I, I think everyone would, is what is what is he doing now? Like what, what have what have you been witnessing or seeing? Um, yeah, I think one thing, one massive thing is seeing how he's working through me with my youth boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The youth group, as I said in my testimony, the youth group that I grew up in, I now lead at um, with my friend Peter. Um, we're currently leading the year seven and sixes, and we're about to get the year five boys next year, oh, cool. um, which is going to be epic. Um, it's going to be hard work, but epic. And just seeing yeah. how much God is impacting their lives as well, um, I, th- I find I find leading youth not as a place of just teaching them, but also a place of growing myself. Um, it's crazy how much kids can actually teach you. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's, it's easy to forget when you're in a place of authority, uh, it's really easy to forget that you actually learn so much from them as well. Um, and I think seeing them grow and seeing how much that they actually teach me as well I can see God working through both myself and the youth. Um, and having uh, two sisters that attend that youth and seeing how much they've grown in my life and in their lives and in their faith, mm-hmm. it's just awesome to see how God is using them and using me in their life um, to grow them and also teach me. That's so cool. And I think, yeah, as I said, it's easy to forget that when you're in a place of authority, you also learn so much. Um, and I, what I think is encouraging um, 
is when you're in that place, um, when you're teaching people um, about about the Gospels, about anything in the Bible, um, you're learning heaps as well. It's a chance for you to grow in your faith as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you're teaching, it's so easy to forget that. Um, so one way that God is, te- is using me right now and impacting my life is just seeing how he's using me in these places of authority. Like I plan yeah. to go into teaching um, and I'm excited to see what he's going to be using me, how he's going to be using me in, the, in those places as well. Um, mm. Because I want to be that light in all places I can. Um, and I think I'm excited to see how he uses me, um, in different places of authority in my life. Yeah. I love that. I think that's really cool that it's not just like when you're at church or something like that. It's just, you know who Jesus is and that's what you want to do with your life is just live for him and share him. And I think you really do have a heart for I guess not just our generation, like generations below, like who haven't even been born yet, and like really anyone of any age. I really admire that about you, and I think you have um, just a real passion to just pursue your own faith, but also pursue the faith of others. And I guess just to wrap up, what is something that you see? I guess if we focus on like our generation, like young people, current teenagers, and stuff. What's something you see in that generation or something that you want to see in that generation for Mm. God's glory and his kingdom come? Mm. Um, Well, I know that a lot of people are going into a stage of their life where they have more questions, uh, not just about faith, but about life in general. Um, And I think this is a really special time for you. Um, Mm. There's... A very there's very a lot of big decisions coming up in everyone's lives um, which can be a very a very easy place for a very easy time for the enemy to start attacking um, so what I like to see is those people who are in stress who are making big choices in their life right now I want them to seek comfort in in the Lord um, whether that be in through friends, whether that be in reading the Bible, whether that be through praying. Um, but yeah, as I said, in my life, friends has been a massive impact on me and God has put those people in my life. So I encourage everyone that is listening to this to actually reach out to those people who, who love you, who, who want to see you grow um, and ask about their input because they actually have such... Helpful, in, helpful input, even if you don't know it. Mm. Um, yeah, those people in your life can make a huge impact in even making life decisions as well. Um, not just about faith. And I think one thing that I learnt growing up um, is how God uses me in those times where I'm making uh, huge decisions in my life. Um, he uses me to to spread the word, but also make sure that I'm living a life that I'm no, not making any regrets. Um, and I think people 
in their life can make decisions that later on that they'll regret. Um, and I encourage everyone to pray. I know that some people, including myself once one time, I had no idea how God was speaking to me. And I had no idea how he was responding to my prayers. But I, I tell you now that prayers do get answered. Um, whether you see it, whether you don't, they do get answered. And I pray that um, that you will find comfort in prayer and in the Gospels um, and, sp- and spending time intentionally with the Lord um, and also reaching out to those people who, d- who do love you because they are awesome. Friends are awesome. Family is awesome. Um, and God has put those people in your life for a reason. Mm. And I think you can use that. And I think it's easy to forget that, oh, it's not, they're not God. They're, they're just friends. They're humans. They're, they're flawed, which yes, they are. They are flawed, but they are also God's people as well. So reaching out to people that also love, that love you and love God is so helpful. And I pray that that um, encourages you to do so. Okay, so I guess I thought we were going to wrap up, but I want to ask you one more thing. Because you're part of like the leadership of this ministry, what is important to you about being in this ministry? Like what, not about the ministry, but what is what do you see God doing in our generation that makes you want to be a part of Planted? And what do you want to see happen through Planted and through what you're doing in Planted? Mm. Um, well, I think part of the reason why I I have a passion for music, first of all, um, and to be leading something that I'm passionate about is just awesome. Um, and writing songs and being a part of something bigger than myself just excites me in just in general. Um, and I think why I chose to be a part of this ministry and what I'm excited for. Um, obviously, as a Christian, you want to see the kingdom grow. Um, but I'm just excited to do it with the people that I love as well. And I'm excited to also, as I said before, as in this place of authority, I'm excited for how this is going to teach me so much and grow my faith. Um, I think that's part of the re- most of the reason that I decided to join this. I'm excited to how this is going to impact my faith and grow me as a child of God. Um, and yeah, and making music on the way is just a bonus. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> Love it. Jaden, as always, you are so inspiring, so yeah. encouraging. Love listening to you. I could listen to you all day. Aww. I mean, Guys. <laughs> a little bit of bromance Stop happening that. here. Stop that. No, I love I you, Jaden. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I love you, Jaden. You've been an amazing guest, and I've just my heart is warmed mm. just from hearing. <laughs> you everything. guys are very good hosts. Just saying. We we'll just stay quiet, really, <laughs> and let you let you, you talk. Just let it. Yeah. Just ba- but what? Bask. <laughs> yeah, like when you bask in the sun, we're basking in the light of his wisdom. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it Works for me. Works for me. No, thank you, Jaden, for coming in. No, thank you, guys. Oh, no, thank you. Just been listeners. 
<laughs> oh yeah, thank nice. the listeners. Thank you, Jesus. Nice. Yes. Yes. All right, so we'll wrap it up here, guys. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more podcasts. They're coming on. They're on their way coming in. Um, and thank you for listening for this episode. That's yeah. double testimony. F- double testimony for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Miss us already? Don't worry, we've got you covered. You guys can check out our Instagram page at planted.ministries to see all our latest posts and our IGTV series, The Conversation. While you're there, you can check out the links to our YouTube channel and our blog page in the bio. And before you know it, it'll be this time next week. But until then, stay stay planted. planted.